Hello, and welcome to another edition of Road Sodas Classics. Today's episode is from about two years ago and involves uh, a guy showing a bunch of elementary schoolers brains in jars, and there's a pretty hefty amount of milk bag conversation. And those are the reasons why I chose this, uh, because we recently revisited the, the milk bag conversation. When this episode comes out, the game will already be determined, but it has not yet. So I will be cheering here for the Maryland Terrapins over the West Virginia Mountaineers. Had to get that in there, even though you will probably already know the result and might not be good for us. So as Ben towers over the Mario and Luigi lookalikes in Italy, northern Italy to be specific, uh, we wish him the best and send to him this episode of Ben Desperately Needs Your Help, which I actually hope Ben does not desperately need our help. I hope Ben comes back without needing anybody's help, because that's usually the way it works. Uh, without further ado, here is Ben Desperately Needs Your Help. Some people's calendars, it means they're about to start their period. Others, it means we're about to start recording. Smash that big red button, fam, because it's time for another Road Sodas. Hello. Welcome. Sorry, I meant welcome. There it is. With that that H, it's very present and welcome and an accent that's very local to us. Uh, Well, I mean, I know what I'm impersonating each time I say it, but uh, you know what? Why don't you, the listener, guess? I am one of your hosts, Dong Peniston. And I am your other host, Penis Dongston. No relation. <laughs> None taken. Today, I was thinking, since we just recorded two days ago, I, I had a little bit happen to me in the past couple days that we could riff on. But I also. I did too. Yeah. Excellent. I also figured if, if we start to slow down, we can just tell each other stories that maybe we've heard before, but just of things that are that the other one wasn't present for that are interesting. Sounds good. I think that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And I'll spare you all the, the horrifying work tragedies that I have seen. And oh. by work tragedies, I mean people treating me poorly at work. I mean, that is simply unacceptable. <laughs> well, it's very acceptable for most of the population. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the American way. It is. It really is. So, I mean, uh, you want you want to lead it off? Sure. So, we talked uh, a couple weeks ago. I believe it'll be two episodes ago for the listener about uh, my adventures with trash justice. Nice. And part yeah. of, part of that involved throwing out my neighbor's microwave that had been sitting in the hallway for a month, just unplugged, just on the floor of the hallway, just sitting there. Yeah. And uh, we confirmed with her that she did not want it. She claimed that she hurt her back and could not move it even though microwaves not particularly heavy but hey you know they also have like a built-in drag cable that you can just drag down the stairs yeah she also carries 50 pound bags of cat litter up and down or presumably just up the stairs like once a once a week or so so you know good for her at least <laughs> at least she's consistent yeah but we had the whatever company comes in 
I guess our building's big enough that they come and pull. I've never figured it out. I can't tell if they pull, if the, like the trash service itself pulls our, our cans out or if the landlord pays a third party to come and put our cans out for us. But regardless, we don't have to do it. And they make a big mess of things. They just dump trash everywhere while they're doing it. And then uh, we call the landlady and take pictures and eventually they come and clean it up because it's disgusting. And so they had just cleaned it up. Back stairwell is looking nice. It's looking nice. It's clean. They hosed it down. And I'm coming up the other day, and it had not been there on my way down the stairs. I went into the shop, and then I was coming back up, and there was another microwave on the back stairwell this time. Classic. From the same apartment. So I don't know what they're doing in there, that they have presumably three microwaves, because I doubt she's getting rid of her only... I mean, if it, I, if it broke, I'm sure it's already been replaced. Like No, fuck you. One of them was the clock. The other one was the timer. <laughs> And then the third was the actual microwave. Yeah. So it's still back there. I'm not touching it. But uh, hilarious. Just a bonus. Just microwaves just pouring out of this place, apparently. So, I mean, that jogged my memory a little bit. There's been a microwave in my quote unquote office. And the reason I'm using quotations is because I work out of a windowless basement storage. (laughs) (laughs) But in there is a microwave that does not microwave anymore. Uh, mm. So it's a, a light, a fan, and a turntable inside of a box with a timer. Nice. Yeah. Well, one of my old colleagues thought uh, thought he could get it up and going. And sure enough, he couldn't. And I was like, man, this came from like the third floor chemistry department. You don't want to microwave food in this even if you could. Yeah. Like, just let this sleeping dog lie. Also, like- fucking around with microwaves can be fairly dangerous. He loved that kind of stuff. Okay. And I, I mean, loved him for it. <laughs> I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum, and I love a guy who's willing to blow themselves up over a household appliance. That's that's great. Look, man, lockout, tagout did not exist. Fuck that shit. Still doesn't exist pretty much for my job. People are like, this freezer's failing. It's like, I'm going to open a panel and be right next to some live wires. You okay with that? Because I have to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need you to be. Yeah, I hope the I freezer doesn't call one nine one one. I hope the freezer doesn't start defrosting and making everything wet. We've got a very limited time span that I can work on this before it gets real dicey. Ah, <laughs> uh, silly, Hell very, yeah. very silly. But yeah, I mean that microwave is still in in my quote unquote office. Maybe we should start collecting these for some sort of strange art piece. Well, I think. My favorite part about my office is that it is labeled lab equipment storage. So I am lab equipment. Fuck yeah. I I wish I could get that to be my job title. Is it printed or is it like a a paper sign? How, how, like what's the actual label? No, it's like, it's like a fucking placard. Like they had all these custom made for the rooms. I was hoping you could flip the B around the vertical axis in lab. So it'd be lad storage. And then <laughs> they open it up, and there's just a sprightly young gentleman in there. And I was like, uh, oh, man, this is, this is exactly what I thought would be in here. Actually, I think I can doctor it to make it look like that. Yeah, let's do that. Get you <laughs> some right. get you some white out. Yeah. I think I can handle that one. Hell, yeah. Nice, nice. Well, so I was thinking about our conversation last week. Yeah. And you had said you hadn't seen commercials in a while. Yeah. And like, I've seen a lot of terrible commercials recently. Like, I'll, 
I'll say that. I don't remember any of the commercials from the actual Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I was stoned. Maybe I was drunk. I don't know, but they're just not as memorable. And so I figured I'd share some of my old favorites. Love it. With you. And I think you remember some of them, or at least one of them. Sure. And I'll start off with that one. Uh, I, you know, this, this one's still definitely my favorite commercial ever. And it's a commercial, uh, it's, uh, like summertime near a pool and you go from a wide shot of like three ladies near the pool. And then it kind of slowly scans across them as it has like this creepy, creepy, creepy song that's like, la 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 la, la 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 la. And so, First lady is a blonde lady in a bikini trying to trim this hedge with scissors. She's not doing a great job. It's really, really unkempt and bushy. The middle lady, while it's still la 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 la, la 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 la, also a blonde lady in a bikini. She's also using scissors to trim this, this hedge and still very unkempt and bushy. And that, as, as it, la 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 la, to the third lady, a brunette in a different colored bikini. She's using a new personal trimmer and she's able to easily trim her hedge. Oh yeah. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, are the hedges upside down triangles to look yeah. vague, vaguely pubic? Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And is that like, you Venus? know, they do the advertisement for, I, I think it was maybe a Venus product. I have no idea. I, I think I only remember two of the brands of these three commercials, and this is the one that I don't. But they go through the pitch. It's like, yeah, Razor, personal trimmer, blah, 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 blah. But at the end, like, the the song cuts out. Um, But I think still part of the song, uh, at the very end of the commercial, it just goes, if you like what you see, say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Ooh. that ending. An M. Night Shyamalanian twist. So I say, yeah, every time. Hell yeah. <laughs> I remember every time that, and obviously I know the song is not from the, sorry, that's, that's me. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, we got, I got to check, man. Oh yeah. No. We got the fire department. Yeah. We got maybe crimes. Who can say, but that, that song, they always play the I'm your Venus song for the Venus razor blades. Yeah. I know that song was written for those commercials, but they played it a lot. And a lot of those commercials feature like close ups on either thighs or crotches. And so the song that I just would always play in my head very stupidly while like half drunk on the couch that commercial was on was, I'm your penis, my vagina, your vagina. (laughs) 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 And then you got to go up an octave later. I'm your penis, my vagina, your vagina. And uh, that would be on loop in my head uh, while probably you were getting us more beers. That was what was going on up in the old brain. Fucking brain genius over here. <laughs> oh, well, my brain was operating the way it does, too. <laughs> Seeking out beer. One of my favorite old commercials popped up recently. What? I'll quit in the company and start my own. And by the way, I feel great. Steve, you're a great guy with great skills. You're gonna remember that one. Yes, that one. That that's one of those things. I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to know. 
it it's like a minute long. It's an ad for Nutrigrain bars, and I don't know if it's real in the sense that I don't know if Nutrigrain actually made it because I don't know what they would have aired it on, like a full minute spot. It's like before the Power Thirst guys like, yeah. really, really ramped their stuff up. They were like, we're going for satire, not not yeah. like overt satire. Yeah, it's high budget. It's you know, like you know, it's it's well done. There's no reason for me to think that it's fake, other than the fact that I don't think commercials had gone quite that like out there quite yet. But yeah, so I, I I'm not gonna check. I've I remember because I remember seeing it. It was on like E Bombs World and Newgrounds and like you know Internet 1.0 shit. Like I definitely never saw it on TV. To my, I mean that not that I can remember, mm. but man. That commercial, it, it goes. Listener, just Google, I feel great, Nutrigrain commercial. It fucking, it's so funny. This is Steve. He's, he owns this place and he's got more money than God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that level of ridiculousness now kind of reminds me of the Nacho Fries saga that's currently going on. Hit me. Dude, there were, there's at least four commercials that I know. Is this, is this the Taco Bell nacho fries? Yes. <laughs> yes. You gotta live and moss. Gotta live moss. Dude, like the first one is like an apocalyptic wake, wasteland and the guy's like giving a speech in like a wet warehouse and he's just like, I give you nacho fries is how it like ends. There's one where they're, I think in space, like questing for, for nacho <laughs> fries. Uh, but the most recent one was a, was a horror movie where a guy goes to like a cabin alone in the woods. So it's like, it's like full evil dead. Hell yeah. Like can't be a shit. Yeah. And like, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to either, I forget if it was like get clean from nacho fries or like, you know, <laughs> prove that they don't exist. I don't know what his goal was, but I know he just succumbs to the urge for nacho fries. Hell yes. But I mean, every time I see a new one is like, jeez, like. They had some writers. Like, it wasn't just one guy that pitched this. And that's not even a new product, right? That's been around for years. Well, yeah, it's like one a year they'll, they'll give commercials for. Okay. Cause I was going to say, or like, they'll I, take it away and bring it back. Like the cheesy gordita crunch. I yeah. was made first aware of them right, like right after Reagan and I started dating. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not a bad time, time arc. Yeah. Her friend who I just met really wanted to go get them on the way back from a from a camping trip back when you could go camping from a thing so we did and i remember being like damn that looks disappointing (laughs) they were i think me and cp went up to uh woburn and got some nice the combo kfc taco bell up there absolutely fuck woburn (laughs) yeah i agree yeah hey woburn Fuck the first time I went there, uh, although I guess I'd, I'd delivered to their to their Newbury Comics, but the first time I went up there, outside of a, a just dropping shit off at the store and leaving, was for my first interview at the Marshall's Warehouse that I ended up working at, and I was like, "All right, well, I've I've done the interview," and then they were like, "We're done with you for the day," and I was like, "Oh shit, well, I'm here." There's a Qdoba over there. I'll go buy some food. And so I went in and it was chaos when I walked in. Just everybody kind of screaming and yelling. And I, there was like a dude had run out of the side door when I came in. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I look over and you know, those like automatic change dispensers that are next to registers. So like 
the cashier hands you the the paper doesn't money. have to do the coins and the machine auto rolls out the coin what had happened right before i got in there because then police came in after me a couple minutes and i was like what the fuck's going on this is very strange for a qdoba they, can i order normally not like- this type of turnover in a in a, in a qdoba and I, I look at the, that that change machine thing is like tilted and the guy that i'd seen run out the side who got away on a bicycle had tried to just rip that thing off of the counter. Good for him. Yeah. And that's like the least like pounds per value ratio. Like that thing would be so heavy. He's on a bike in like this is like it's like 1 p.m. The question is he wouldn't be able to get them to open the register, right? Right. Cuz they wouldn't have served him. They wouldn't have taken his order, and he wouldn't have had a bill that he could give to them exactly. that they would have needed to break. Exactly. So, what do you do? You go for the spinny chain, the the like prize one. Yeah. You know where where if you get it on the bottom level, dude, you get like the ten dollar gift card. Yeah. You get it on the top one, you get like the free Cine twist, and one in the middle is like a free hard taco. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the plan was I'd long go for term. That. But uh, boy, was I! I was just like, "Damn!" So this is Woburn, all right? Like, and it, and you know, it it continued to back that up when I worked there for, I guess, a year and a half. Was it that long? Yeah, Damn. dude. It was through the worst winter in Boston history. Yeah, second shift through getting <laughs> sick. Uh, when I like had that mystery illness where I lost like 21 pounds in 21 days and the, the doctors were just like, we do not know what is going on inside you. And I was like, that thanks, is, doc. that rules. I'm glad you've taken all my money uh, to tell me a bunch of things that aren't killing me and not telling me what is. And then it just went away. So they were like, I guess we did it. And it's like, you didn't give me any treatments. And they're like, or did we? <laughs> Like, was it in your head the whole time? It's like, I don't know. I went to those people, too, and they couldn't tell me. <laughs> Any who's will be. <laughs> that was a wild time, yeah. I must say. Just zombie me sleeping, like, half an hour a day, eating 100 calories a day, just, like, cold and uncomfortable. <laughs> that was that was a tough you to watch, but you got through it. Well, with the with the help from my friends, nothing like nothing like asking your your oldest childhood friend to go buy you a bunch of enemas. Well, I think the way you said that was like, dude, I don't feel good. I'm gonna go buy some enemas, and I was like, you look like you're in pain. I'll go buy them. <laughs> you tell me which ones. <laughs> and then I didn't know the varieties, so you just bought like one of each. <laughs> yeah, I think I bought yeah one. <laughs> Three different styles of, based on their their side cartoons uh, teaching oh you how God. to do it. A whole, yeah, some pretty graphic instructions. There's, there's some good comedy to be Ugh. had in a pharmacy if you just look at the instructions because it's designed for, you know, it's written in one language. But it's like, I need everybody to know what they're doing. With yeah, this. it's like Ikea instructions. They're like, we're not doing a lot of words here. We're just going to show you shapes and you can put... The ones and twos together. <laughs> Boy, howdy, was that a fun summer. Uh, yep. Yep. But uh, anyway, <laughs> the other thing that happened to me <laughs> since uh, we last spoke, you're going to get a kick out of this one. Uh, I've, I've talked about the jetty that I walk out on my work walks. 
Yeah, it's it. I think it's pronounced Jedi. Ah, yes, it's the last of them, or is it? Oh, okay. Or is it the return of them? Who can say? Mm. It's quite wide, but to get onto it, there's a sidewalk that runs along the length of it, and there's a bunch of like cement pylons with a chain connecting them, except for one gap. It's to prevent cars from driving out on it, and then there's you know a gap that's maybe six feet wide for people to walk in and out. I mean, a person can easily step over the chain if they want to, but there's a, there's an entrance is what I'm trying to say. That's it's like a probably a 30, 40 foot wide jetty with like a six foot entrance right in the middle of this thing. And I'm walking up and I, a lot of people exercise right along the water there. They do, you know, yoga. A lot of them are older people. So some of it's kind of just like jazzercise type of stuff. And it's just, you know, you're out moving. Good for you. And there's just this, this lady who I can't see any of the, of the details of, but she's just dancing right in front of the chain. And then I realize it's yoga as I get closer. And then I realized that she's barefoot because she had to take off her rollerblades to do the yoga. And then I realized she's doing yoga directly in front of the entrance to the, to the whole jetty. And there's just like a bunch of people clearly that want to walk out onto it that can't because a lot of yoga is extending your limbs as far as they can go. So she is easily encompassing this entire entrance. Good for her. I, I, I'd never seen anything like it. Just like, there's no, so no, much room for her. her to, there's so much room for her to be doing what she's doing so everywhere do? else. <laughs> what I do? Yeah. Oh, I walked, I walked over the chain and then pretended like I, I mean, I, she watched me do this and then I was like, excuse me. And then, but yeah. now coming from in front of her and, and walked and then, you know, she did move to the side. And then yeah. I then I walked away, climbed over a different chain, and then walked out on the jetty, sat down, drank my coffee. Then I realized that the kid on the bicycle and the and the man with the dog was her son and husband and dog. And so <laughs> then I'm I'm walking back. She's now blocking the exit again, and her husband's like, "Honey, can you m- move? Like our son's trying to ride by on his bike." And the kid rolls, I mean, he's learning how to ride a bike. He rolls up, he tries to stop because his mom's in the way, and he just fucking eats it. He just takes a header, like, wow, right on the side. Thanks, I think, mom. I think it would have happened anyway, because I think she would have caught him if he got close enough. But he was going from That's gra- what learning to bike. He was going from gravel to sidewalk, and he was fine. He, you know, he was, he was fine. But it was, I, 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 but then they had to get him up, and, the, and dad's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm I was like, no, dude, I, I can, I can go around. I'm good. I just, <laughs> I know how to be polite around your asshole wife. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, I, it was a weird, I, I felt like this is what happens when an East Coast person and a West Coast person combine. Cause you've got like the, the health aspects and the yoga of the West Coast, but then the like, I'm just going to be in the way. Cause fuck y'all kind of East Coastness. And, uh, I don't know. I liked it. I hadn't, you don't see a lot of like flagrant dickery out here and it was good to just see some. Yeah. 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 I realized when I changed lanes more than once between stoplights today, I was like, you know what? Calm it down. I'm going home. <laughs> like, you, you won today. Let's not make it a loss. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh. So this, the second favorite commercial of mine is a rolling rock commercial that I think was from like the late nineties. I, this might have actually been a dream. I'm pretty sure it exists. <laughs> haven't haven't looked either of these up. 
to do any research for this. You're welcome. So it's it's a guy and a girl, and they're sitting down at a table in like a dive bar, but like the real 70s, 80s dive bar where it's like, yeah, we got a pinball machine. People fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the girl is across from the guy asking like, is probably their first date or maybe second date. He's, he's taking her to like the pricey establishment. Oh yeah. She's like, how many girls have you, uh, you know? And so the guy, you know, he's, he's got a brief moment. He looks over at the pinball machine and sees like its score and it's hitting like Wilt Chamberlain fucking numbers, like just <laughs> rattling like 10 off a day. Um, and he's like, looks down at his rolling rock and says 33. Yep. He sees that it's empty and he's like, catches like the waitress out of the corner of his eye and motions with, with two, with, a, with a peace sign. She's like, Oh, me too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I remember thinking, cause I mean, I was, I was maybe, maybe 10 seeing this commercial. Barely, barely even understanding the concept of what sex might be. Yeah. <laughs> but knowing that's what they were talking about. I had yeah. seen enough Seinfeld. <laughs> it was just weird. I remember thinking like, is that something you ask people? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, you and I didn't date in the 90s. I mean, you and I have barely dated each other now. But <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I feel like that was never a thing you asked ever, except for maybe in like when you back when you bought your wife, like full on. And then I think you asked her dad. You were like, yeah, but hey, it was the girl many- asking the guy. Oh, man. Huh. I mean, I yeah. guess if you're like real uptight or religious about it and you just want to get it out of the way. Or, or she was like, this is the type of guy that's going to take me to a shitty dive bar and sit next to the pinball machine. I'm going to ask him up front, like, are you like a loser or is this just you regular? Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird commercial, especially for Heineken. <laughs> rolling rock. Oh, rolling. Rock. Oh, right. Cause of the 33. Yeah. Cause I don't think I've seen a rolling rock commercial since and I'm not exactly sure why because i've drank a lot of them since oh all, so basically cheap. all of the rolling rocks i drank in my life were post this commercial so if anything it worked like good yeah. job yeah <laughs> moving to uh miller cores like to their ownership probably didn't didn't help me me personally but i was at a party drinking rolling rock with somebody and this was, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And the guy was like, oh, nice, Philadelphia. And I was just like, uh, Latrobe is not Philadelphia, but nah, nice try. Nah, dude. And then, <laughs> and then he pulls out and he's like, don't worry, I got my own Philly beer. It's like, again, nice try, like Pennsylvania. Like, yeah. Just take it out one geographic trophic level. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this, this ain't it, dude. Yeah. He had a couple other fun facts about Rolling Rock. I forget what they were, but they were also all not correct. Was it and about 33? I think it was that and some other shit, but then like, oh, I think he was, I think he said it was the, I th- basically this guy was just confused about Yingling because I think he said it was the oldest brewery in America or oldest continually operating brewery in America. I was like, no. And then I want to say I was with my buddy Tim, who you've met a few times now. And he, like, I think Tim was just kind of elbowing me like, come on, man, speak up. 
Speak up. Don't let him get <laughs> yeah. away with that. And give so it, give it to him. I was in that sweet spot of being lightly encouraged and drunk enough to just be like, that's not true. What you're saying is not true. Normally gotta, I would just shut up and judge him internally, but yeah, I was just you gotta like, knock that off. I was like, nah, you, you're saying these in front of like the one guy here who's going to know that none of it's true. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the worst part though, is, you know, we all have the power to know this. All you have to do is drink a yingling, and you'll know it's America's oldest brewery. It's true. It's so old. It's printed on literally everything they make. Every square inch of anything that they can create says that. Well, it's a source of pride in Germany, like the the age of your brewery. And in America, we care about the first thing. And guess what? That's yingling. Yeah. Oh, big time. You mentioned it uh, during one of the Vanity Plates of the Week recently where we were talking about, I think it was guy, there was a guy co-ad in the background. It said it was established in like 1930 or something. And you're like, why would you brag about that? And now, ever since you mentioned that, I've been kind of noticing that a lot of companies out here, especially like weed-based companies, are like, established in 2019. It's like, don't put that up yet. Like, yeah, celebrate that you just opened like a couple months ago. So you're like, hey, we could really use your help getting our... Getting our business That's off the ground. That's what it is, though. <laughs> or I'd say you got six months of that. Like, six months of goodwill, and then you have to shut the fuck up till at least your 10-year anniversary. At least. Kind of yeah. like being married. <laughs> You're newlyweds for a few months, then on the anniversary, your first anniversary, you can pop, you know, you squeeze out a couple happy anniversaries from people, maybe five. But then, you know, it's not really a, you know, at least I know what you're expecting now. Thank you. I'll know how to treat two through four and a half, five. Yeah. Just be like, hey, how's Reagan? And I'll be like, good. And they'll be like, nice. And we can move. It's like birthdays past 30. Yeah. They got weird, man. But it's the way it goes. It's like Christmas. You you thought Santa was real, and then you have to become Santa. <laughs> it sucks. You either... <laughs> You either die believing in Santa or you live long enough to see yourself become the Santa. Become the Santa. Exactly. Exactly that. Like, oh, man. Uh, it's a dark twist on the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> it's really the Santa Claus, too. Uh, yeah. I gotta, I gotta say. There's there's a couple more commercials that come to mind when I talk about favorites. Hit uh, me with a few. We can tell each other stories next week if you want. We can keep going through commercials. No, I mean, I think this one bleeds into a lot of stories. Okay. And that's because it's the Crossfire commercial. Crossfire, you'll get caught up in the crossfire. 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 Oh, yep. that shit hits. That's a bop. Well, I mean... Anything that's like three syllables ends oh. up being crossfireable. <laughs> Big time. Well, so I've got two. It's either crossfire. It, it depends on the breakdown of the syllable. So it'll either be I'll start singing the crossfire thing or I'll do girls on film. Depending okay. on the like pork, fried rice, pork, fried rice. Like it'll be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> man you know like that's again anyone who has any respect for me or thinks i'm funny just 
keep in mind, this is probably what's going on in my head unless I'm directly having a conversation with somebody, is I'm just sitting on the couch singing, I'm your penis, my vagina, your vagina. And then moving on to, it's like, I got to go get a, I don't know, an ice cold beer. And then I'm just like, ice cold beer. Ice cold beer. Uh, yeah. Uh, I do the same thing, but at work. I think mine would go more like Crescent Wrench. Mm. Crescent Wrench. So that Crossfire ad, that whole, I don't know if it's a campaign or just one ad that they kind of chopped up in different lengths. It's so quintessentially 90s that it is insane that the game was made in the early 70s. Yeah. And that was like a rebrand. So... I, I mean, I've seen the Crossfire ad within the last five years because uh, I had to show it to some people. But what I remember it being like, do you know Mortal Kombat, the film from of, the 90s? Of course. Good. <laughs> I imagine Crossfire World as like the world that they only briefly show that's like, the, you know, the torturous world. Yeah, the like hell world. Yeah. <laughs> because the way this commercial leads in... They're on like top of a mountain in a dis, like with this purple hazy sky and like zooming into this, this gladiatorial arena. Yeah. Where <laughs> there are two children in leather jackets about to duel for their lives. Yeah. And they actually zoom into real life gameplay at some point. Yeah. I forget how the battle starts. If it like begins with, with the kids like, all right, let's go. But I know they're on the actual pieces that you're trying to move into your goal. Yep. And so they show real gameplay of like the kids like dodging and, and aiming their little, little metal balls, the little ball bearings to, to shoot the, you know, oversized ball bearings into the, the goal area. But at the end, a kid loses. And he is spun out of control into banishment into the nether realm of Mortal Kombat. Presumably in the hell world forever. Yeah. Yeah. But it- the message was, Crossfire, you'll get caught up in the crossfire. Crossfire! He really loves that, that octave jump. You have to. You have to. You simply must. And I can't. <laughs> now, speaking of the 90s, and this is a call, this is a call to action for our listeners. I... Pretty sure I've talked to you about this before, uh, and I think your answer is that you you did not have this experience, but anybody who went to Kenmore Elementary School, the elementary school that I did, please write in and let me know if you remember anything about this, because I have tried searching the internet, and it's one of those things that I remember this person coming to speak in did an assembly. Did you check the Kenmore subreddit? <laughs> Man, I hope there is one. <laughs> Just four guys. But there was a guy who would come in to, to give assemblies, and he came in multiple times over my expansive Kenmore career. And it's so it's it was such a, a weird thing that it would make more sense if I made it up. But I remember it clearly, but in bits, because it was so long ago, and it happened multiple times. So what it was was this guy would come in, and he had... Jars of brains of like monkeys and shit, and maybe a human brain in like, you know, preservative liquid of some kind. And they'd, they'd been like smokers 
And he was saying that he'd worked for like a big tobacco company and he'd invented a nicotine free cigarette and that they were out to kill him. And so he had to like constantly be moving where he's living. And whenever he mailed letters, he like wore uh, like rubber gloves to not leave fingerprints. And he would, he would drive across state lines to mail it. So they wouldn't know where he was based out of and all this shit. And he would just go on and on. And I, one of the things I remember was being just disappointed that I never got to hold one of the brain jars. Like they never got to me because they got passed around so slowly. Cause duh, you can't give elementary school kids brains and tell them to like shuffle that on down the line. They're going to stare at it for fucking hours. But if you remember this guy, please help me know that I'm not just a, maybe I had very vivid daydreams during just like a dare fucking assembly. I have no idea. But like, I, I remember (laughs) this guy describing the offices that he worked in. I don't know. I think, I know our uh, anonymous, our anonymous uh, person who writes in from time to time, he attended the same elementary school as me, I believe. And, uh, I mean, he was possibly lived nearby. I will, I will say no more, but, uh, if he remembers just any, and you don't have to remember any, any additional information, but just like, let me know if that was a thing. <laughs> Cause I got plenty of other fucked up shit that happened at Kenmore that I can confirm was real. Like silent lunches. We had just silent lunches. They, they would just tell you, you weren't allowed to talk for lunch. And if you did, They'd come over and they'd push your head down on the table and you had to spend the rest of lunch with your forehead on the table. And kids would like start crying because like they were all contorted to try to get their forehead on the table while they were eating. And then eventually they're like, well, this is probably inhumane. So they would just the, the cafeteria and the gym were connected. So if they saw that you were done eating, you still weren't supposed to talk. So but you were allowed to get up and go into the gym and then you had to do the Macarena just until lunch was over. They would just wow. get everybody in a line and make us do the Macarena. You have such a skewed view of elementary <laughs> school. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. So please write in and just that's roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Just let me know. I, I you know, you know, it doesn't even have to be something worth reading. Just confirm whether or not I'm nuts. I don't remember a brain guy. I gotta say that, and I went to the next <laughs> middle school. Yeah, because like, down down the line. Yeah, because we went that that was the yeah we went to different elementary and high schools, but middle school those were our golden years. But I the the one like warning fucking assembly that I remember was a cop, and he was talk he held his hands together and he was like, if I had a pile of dope in my hands like this big, <laughs> it'd be enough to kill everybody in here. And I just remember being, I think I was like third grade, and I was like, what's dope? Like, <laughs> you talking about dumb people? Like, I'm seven. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and your slang, cop. <laughs> I was picturing young James just being like, A-cab, bitch. <laughs> well, I, I also remember being in middle school in Dare, and they showed us some video about kids smoking dope yeah and i was like i've heard dope used as something else as well but that's mostly in movies yeah and and they were like stop it it's marijuana that they're talking about in this one it was like okay huh? hey, hey sorry sorry hey <laughs> do you remember that video we started watching it in health in elm in, uh, in middle school and i i had to at least to continue to watch it through high school 
and our friend Brett Jones was in classes with us. So I remember he and I would sing along with the songs in the video because they had them. And it's like this kid who's like a skateboarder and he's cool. He's not like a, he's not like a mean skateboarder. He was a cool skateboarder. And then he's like dating some girl and her older brother's like, Hey, do you want some heroin? And he's like, boy, I would love to, to do some heroin. So he snorts heroin and then throws up and his brother's like, don't worry. That only happens the first time. And then he comes back. He's like, he's all scratchy and shit. And he's just like, hey, can I get some more heroin? I'm already addicted to heroin. And uh, there's like some songs. There's like some cool American rock and roll songs going in the back. Very Tom Petty-esque. Very Bruce Springsteen at the beginning. And the music's kind of starting to change. And he's like, can I get some more heroin? He's like, it'll cost you money. That was a friendship thing. And now it costs you because you're just another junkie. And so he starts buying heroin off this guy and doing heroin. And then eventually he's like spinning out of control. And I just remember the song being a, a call and response between the, presumably the same vocalist just going, who did this to me? I did this to me. Who did this to me? I did this to me. And so Brett and I would just sing that back and forth to each other because we ended up seeing this video like five, six times. And so the teachers always get mad at us. I'm like, you're not taking this shit seriously. And it's like, it's fucking stupid. And we've seen it before. We saw this when we were in sixth grade. Like, I don't give a shit anymore about this dumb asshole dying. Yeah, he dies in his bedroom, right? He dies in his bedroom. And yeah, I, maybe I remember this one. His, his mom or his, I remember a woman finds him and she starts crying. Maybe his girlfriend. Like, I forget. Yeah. And he's yeah. like covered in boogers. Like they made like yeah. a bunch of boogers on his face. And it was like, no, you're supposed to make it like graphic. Like this is the shot. This is the one you want to stick with him. And it was like shit coming out of his nose. And it was like, that happened to me last week. I'm in middle school. I have a runny nose. It's winter. Yeah, and it was like 90s rap rock almost, like going over top of it. You watched that like eight times in your school career? We had to watch it like every year in health and high school after watching it probably almost every year in middle school. I'm so sorry. It was weird. It was a weird time. Well, you try going to mass every month. Yeah, I mean, look, we we each had our struggles. (laughs) Yeah, I went to a Catholic high school and we went to mass once a month. It was in the gym. That's actually a lot less than I've heard about others. That's, you know, I mean, that's still too much. And I don't know my exact batting average for taking communion, but they stopped me once they found out I was Protestant, and that wasn't for a couple of years. Yeah, I remember. So there's not like a very large Catholic community uh, where we grew up. And so in the Protestant community, if you can eat food, you can partake in communion. Like, it's not a thing. There is no first communion. It's just, oh, you're here. Here's a small cube of bread and a sip of grape juice. Like, there's no big ceremony by your first. So finding out that the first communion was a thing, I remember as a kid being like, wait, the kids don't get. That's the only acceptable part of church is the the extremely light snack. Like... (laughs) You're supposed to listen to the words. And then ours were, bre- were, were bread cubes. Uh, uh, Catholic, they use the, with the Eucharist, right? The little, like, crisp, the little tiny, like, coin-shaped cracker, which is even less, it's even less, like, oh, look, I'm not going to say that a cube of bread is gourmet food, but it, it's more enjoyable. I th- I've never had a Eucharist, but I, I'm, uh, what do, what do they call, uh, what's, what's goyim for Catholics? What's... <laughs> You are asking the wrong person. Am I, I a only heathen? know that it's Ash Wednesday. Am I? Oh, Shrove Tide begins. So uh, I didn't realize that this was a term that at least 
Presbyterians use because that's how I was raised. Uh, but but Reagan had never heard the term Maundy Thursday. That's the Thursday after Ash Wednesday and before Good Friday. Have you have you ever heard that term? Yes, I was also raised Presbyterian. I thought you were Methodist for some reason, but hell yeah. No, my father's Methodist. Ah, okay. He has that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. I have no well, idea. Uh, I mean, he's really big, Nor, and, and he's worn a cloth recently, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. I think the thing to take away from those crappy wafers that the Catholics are dealing out is they're using a similar or the same recipe as they did, like, way back when oh. and to average peasant you know that was like dude this is the best food i've had in fucking weeks this is and you gave me a sip of wine like oh you're my guy do you need 10 percent? you got 10 percent. i am coming back <laughs> in a month if the harvest is good and my and my children don't die i will be back uh, for another sip yeah well look we solved it i you know i thought on it for a long 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 time yeah. And that leads me to my my last favorite commercial. This one was actually for the Catholic Church. It was uh it was a subway no never. No, sorry. Ah. <laughs> uh, I That's actually nice. don't don't have a last favorite commercial. It's Crossfire, the Bush Trimmer and and 33. <laughs> I think those those really really are are my holy triumvirate of favorite commercials. I mean that's that's a pretty good set. Well, I can't even remember a single commercial from this year's Super Bowl. Might be because I'm drunk right now, but I doubt it. <laughs> I think you know, I know Aaron Rodgers was in one. I know Patrick Mahomes and the weekend and Jake from State Farm were were in one, but like, yeah, no fucking clue. Couldn't tell you what they were about. Huh. Yeah. The only thing I remember about like all the commercial aspects of the Super Bowl was uh the weekend's halftime show in in that gla- in that uh House of Mirrors. And yeah. Papa's girlfriend at at seeing that she was like, "Well, that's a meme." I was like, "Wow. Dude called it." <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that shit blew up and you yeah, you, you don't necessarily know when things are I you know, I would have thought that what was it when is it Lady Gaga that like fucking fucking repelled down? That was goofy as shit. That didn't get memed. It's fucking left shark or whatever. You know, COVID times are weird. We're all inside now. We all inside. <laughs> Sorry, I was sent. I don't know. I'm sending you uh, secret messages. Okay. That's why I'm uh, distracted. <laughs> are you are you sending them to my email? Look, I'm attempting the old school method. Oh man. Awesome. Yeah. You're wishing me happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, sir. It's just not sending, dude. <laughs> uh, and, and, and for the listener at home, what I was seeing was the, the little spinning, you know, we're trying to load this. We're trying. We got it. You know, when, when my phone tries to send pictures, it always sends a file that's larger than the one it thought it was sending. Love that. But it's always, it's always inconsistent. It's always like 0.8 kilobytes maybe 1.0 i don't know it's just never right hell yeah let's see (laughs) oh man so has has your phone uh gotten any worse in condition (laughs) like physical Uh, condition because my my physical condition is now stable if i'm able to 
keep it in the case. It only has the moisture detected alarm the whole time. That's the only one. Okay. So I have to restart it every time I want to charge it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's maybe not the most convenient. (laughs) It's just silly. Well, you know how, how efficient I am with things. I only charge it every, like, day and a half. But, yeah, man. I don't talk on it as much anymore because we've been doing the FaceTime with the family. Gotcha. The worst part is, though, my brother uh, started a trend of, like, you can change your background to any picture that's actually on your computer in the Google Meet that my dad is using. And so my brother, even on his work laptop, has uh, some terrible, terrible images. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's Dave style. Yeah, I got some pretty rough ones on this beast, which is also my work laptop. Let me uh let me give you a little taste. <laughs> oh yeah? You got a you got a license plate on here? I do have a message. I got this one. This one's not so bad. Yeah, that's that's some nice looking steak. That's just some steak. Kind of fun yeah. to have a steak. Uh let's see, I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Seagal from Hollywood is live on GMB. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. So I got three images, and the first is different from the second, which is different from the last. Good. (laughs) So the first is of a a VW, and their license plate is (laughs) bug-loving. B-U-G space L-U... So I I saw this motherfucker yesterday and I was like, I couldn't get it because listener, try and take a picture of a vanity plate when you're driving. I mean, don't because you'll, you'll probably die. You're not a professional like myself, but even if you're a passenger, try and do it. It's fucking hard. Appreciate my work. God damn it. But all this is to say, I knew I couldn't get it. He's too far away. Wasn't even worth trying. I was like, damn it. He got away today. Motherfucker cuts me off. So I had plenty of opportunity to get it. Wow. He cut you yeah. off? He cut me off. Does, is, so that means you guys ride on the same route? Yes. Yeah, All we right. have a similar drive home where he's on 880 heading north to, towards Oakland. To what ends? Probably cut off more very fine young gentlemen. Well, <laughs> you can look in your rear view, man. <laughs> I, ha- I, I haven't made an enemy on the road in a while. Good. Like, I've tried to make aggressive moves, and then I was like, nah, I'm the dick. Yeah. Like, time to drive like an old man. Yeah, but bug loving. It just bug loving or boog loving. <laughs> boo <laughs> boog loving. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's much we can do with that, but it's just very stupid. Well, I mean, do you think he's like, you know, anything with six legs or above, I'll fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Four ain't enough. I'm a bug loving. I mean, love bugging would be better because it's, that's what they were, you know, they had the nickname of, what the fuck? Who's texting me? <laughs> oh, man. This is very unprofessional. <laughs> Extremely. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's come back. It's in reverse. <laughs> yup. All right. Well, I just got a fucking vanity plate before we get to the other two Jimbo's got. We're looking at an F-150 with, uh, looks like an eagle. Uh, pr- a probably slightly either patriotic and or fascistic eagle decal on the back window of the truck. But more importantly... No, that's the Marine Corps. Is it? Yeah. Uh, then I stand by part of my initial analysis. <laughs> I'll let you decide which one it was. We're looking at a New Hampshire license plate, which is 
minus smalls. It's the like a dash smalls. You're killing me. <laughs> and for those of you who've never seen a New Hampshire license plate, it says live free or die at the top. So the sentence kind of reads as live free or die minus smalls. So he just gets to die without living. <laughs> Fuck smalls. You're killing me, smalls. He, sh- uh, he shall be minused. Or Smalls said that, you know, that's like one of those after the quote. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, attributed to. But they, they reversed Who the said font. live free or die first? They reversed the font size. <laughs> yep. They made the quote small and the quoteur quite large. Yeah, I see a lot of New Hampshire license plates. So that's They're fun. another group, of, much like Tesla drivers and people from California, New Hampshire has quite a bit of... Uh, Quite a, quite a bit of vanity plates. I wonder if there's anywhere that keeps the numbers on these things, other than the DMV. It seems like a high percentage of New Hampshire plates as well. Yeah, high percentage of New Hampshire, high percentage of California, and damn near every Tesla. I mean, regardless of state. Damn. Do you think they push that? Like, the dealers are just like, look. Or, or the RMV, your DMV is just like, hey, you own a Tesla. You can really put whatever you want to on this car. You know, it is yours. I mean, I think it started to become a thing, and so they were like, fucking... They just peer pressured everyone else into doing it. Yeah, they were like, well, I've bought, I've done the hard part, which is buying it. I might as well, you know... Might as well hang out with Violent J. (laughs) (laughs) You have the dumbest backgrounds i've ever loved (laughs) Uh. (laughs) ben's hanging out with the insane clown posse (laughs) oh man hold on what a circa god they look young they look real young (laughs) all right we'll post that up for everybody they can see how fucking stupid i'm being (laughs) All right, well, next next plate. <laughs> it was one thing to put ICP as the background. It was another thing to put the emoji border. Next license plate has a shitload of bumper stickers <laughs> next to it. <sighs> Man, they have the, the Earth bumper sticker that has the art in the middle. Yep, classic. They got Kakalaki. <laughs> For real? What's that? Right below uh, the last word of of your text, I think it says Kakalaki. I think it does. Kakalaki. The rest are fairly illegible. Yeah, may the forest be stupid. May the forest be with you, yeah. All right, so the license plate reads, and this is one of the approved symbols in the California system? Yeah, I, re- I realized when I was editing it, there is a third. There is a star. Ah, all right. So we got no star tutu. Yeah. Dude, and you wrote no ballet shoes, no tutu, no service. No ballet service. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You'll see it. Don't worry. <laughs> it hits, fam. Well, I see tutu like that, and I'm like, no Desmond? Nice. Where's the speaker? Ah, what do you think Kakalaki is? No idea. I know the German 
translation of cockroach is cockalocken. Cucaracha mm. is that is cockroach in Spanish, but cackalacky. <laughs> cackalacky is uh is an unknown oh, entity. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have fun cutting out all the, just us laughing. Listeners just know there was like minutes of just silent laughter. Ah, uh, uh, thank you, Zoom filters. Yeah, because I'm just doing d- just dumb Zoom filter shit. Well, you're lucky. I don't have my, uh, oh, mission accomplished. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is on your computer? <laughs> yeah, these are all downloaded once I downloaded it. Is this for backgrounds? Uh, yeah. Okay. Like, you downloaded these specifically to have a background for a Zoom meeting? Yeah. All right. So, what was the mission accomplished one for? Um, no idea. Probably just me and Tim and Gary talking about something fucking stupid. Oh, and this one, I I needed to show them that bagged milk existed. (laughs) You remember bagged milk, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. I went to Cecil Manor. I think Gary had experienced bagged milk, but Tim did not believe it was a thing. And I was like, no, in elementary school, the same one that fucking forced our heads on the table and I think exposed me to conspiracy theories by a possibly, uh, yeah, just some nut with brains in his trunk. (laughs) Uh, They also fed us bagged milk. So did he show up in gloves? I don't remember any of the finer details. And I've Googled every possible thing that I can think of, of like nicotine-free cigarette guy, like fucking all this shit. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Your red herring is is fucking better than mine. I mean, if this is some sort of fucking Mandela effect for just me, I think the actual term is that we'll call it a light psychosis. And that's L-I-T-E because it has... Fewer calories, but the same great flavor. (laughs) Yeah. I have so many questions about that guy's presentation. I really want somebody to write in and vindicate me. Dude, we'll make you the next guest. Like, I'll I'll send you a microphone. Unquestionably, you can come in and just we'll just talk about other weird shit at Kenmore that I don't remember. I remember playing shirts and skins basketball in elementary school, like in in the gym. Just a bunch yeah, of what, shirtless kids. What's wrong with that? You can't be shirtless in the school. Okay, you went to Catholic school. <laughs> no, actually, not in elementary school. You went to there. A, were, there were showers in our locker rooms in middle school that were unused. Oh uh, like, yeah. When were middle schoolers using these showers? And I was like, oh, don't worry. The football team uses them. I'm like, all right. Those kids are weird. Weird. Thanks. Weird. Anyway. I got one more. Oh, my God. It's such a heavy segment. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's been a little back and forth, and I don't I don't have a return shot for, for that one or this one. That's fine. And uh, this one, I, I don't even know what kind of car this is. Looks like, uh, I don't know. Oh, Mini. Never mind. Never mind. It's low to the ground. That's why. Cause, cause you're looking so far down on it. Uh, but it's a mini with written on their license plate S K K K K R T. Skirt. Oh, yeah. Skirt. <laughs> yeah. And that just instantly made me think of I want a girl. Early 2000s. <laughs> the short skirt and <laughs> short skirt. 
No. And a long vanity plate. I truly appreciate the effort you took into phonetically spelling or sounding out a vowelless vanity plate. I like that they took the time to put in four Ks because three. <laughs> look, I know you're trying to say skirt, sir, because you like doing little burnouts and, and peels. And your little mini. Your mini Cooper. But that's actually offensive. You also can't use 88, 14, the swastika, or any other hateful symbols like eagles and more swastikas. I don't even know why they let you put swastikas on California license plates. Seems so strange. It's one of the four symbols. <laughs> uh, and on that note, that, that that concludes Vanity Plate of the Week and this week's episode as told by Dong Peniston and, of course, accompanied as always by Penis Dongston. Here's a bit. Jimbo? Thanks. And as we say every week, Go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone. <laughs> Unknown <Okay>. entity. <laughs> the mouth doesn't move. That's, nope. that's why it's not funny. <sighs> and my face is so much bigger than it clearly <laughs> intended for. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs>